0: Get ready for a no BS approach to health and fitness. This is NBS Fitness Radio. What's up? Welcome back to NBS Fitness Radio. I am here with Sarah and Charwill from 901PT, Memphis' best PT clinic. Um, we have utilized their services a lot um, as coaches here and uh, feel very comfortable sending our clients there. So, today our topic is the mental aspect of recovery from injury. So, I'm going to start with two stories. So, the first one is I, uh, out of college, actually wanted to to be a PT and I was doing um, my shadow hours and I was doing it at a in-hospital post-rehab clinic that almost exclusively did knee replacements, and hip right. replacements. It's <clears throat> like all we saw, right? Sure. And I remember, like on a regular basis, people would come in and do their their therapy and be, I mean, as to, resistant as possible to any aspect of pain. So much <laughs> yeah. so that I remember like, they would ask people if they wanted ice and almost exclusively everyone would go, no, I don't, it, it feels uncomfortable, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then like,
1: as if a total knee replacement isn't uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Well they're knocked out of that but, yeah, right. Um and then the the total flip size, like I just read um Goggin's book, mm-hmm. which uh I'd heard the story before, but you know, like he kind of like out of nowhere ran a hundred mile race. Having done no prep for it at all. Like was not before he was a runner. <laughs> yeah. It was like two hundred plus pounds, ran a, a hundred mile race. And basically, like, broke every bone in his foot. (laughs) I bet he did. You know, like, gave himself
1: something to progressive load. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Load is a good thing.
0: Um, But there's like this mental toughness that uh, he just, even though he was absolutely injured. Right. Like, we're going to go down that rabbit hole of like what's hurt and what's injured. He was injured. Yeah. (laughs) But he just kept on. And just like, there was that mental uh, difference. It's like, there's this giant gap in the mental aspect of recovery. Right. and I think a lot of people maybe don't appreciate. Right. So that's the topic I want to get into today. Yeah. How how do y'all approach, you know, the mental recovery? Or let's let's start with this. So, what um what are some of the things that happen when someone gets injured um emotionally and mentally? What is kind of going on?
2: Yeah. Um so I think when it comes to dealing with uh, an injury, um Typically, that means it's it's taking you away from some sort of activity, and we're actually just just talking about how so much of what we do is so much of like who we are as as people, mm. and so when when you're dealing with uh, an injury, oftentimes the the mental side of that there's there can be a bit of an identity crisis almost yeah. of what a who am I without this activity. And so we uh, meet people in that often, um, where they're, they're either, uh, can go one of two ways, um, kind of no pain, no gain. I am this person. I'm going to make this happen. Or the other side of that is they're in that identity crisis. They can't do their activity. And it's kind of this, like this, they might start shutting down or try to find some other activity, but there is, um, often a lot of who we are, uh, gets tied up in what we do. And so when you're initially faced with an injury, um, oftentimes that's the first time someone really realizes that that's true of, of, of them as a person, um, and kind of have to wrestle with, okay, like either how much does that part of me mean to me to, to start that process of recovering. Um, and, and am I, do I, do I like the version? Do I like who I am with or without that yeah. activity? That sort of thing. It's a really interesting um, kind of place to, to meet people.
0: You know, and, and like you could almost even kind of uh, uh, segment injuries between like, this is an injury that lets me keep doing what I'm doing, but I have to make some adjustments. Like this is an injury that takes me away from being able to do what I do. Um, and my thought was, so I used to power lift. And um, I had some knee pain that like kept me from squatting, mm-hmm. and it kind of like took me out of powerlifting. I couldn't keep doing what I was doing, and that was very difficult to like deal with because I I could not power lift because I couldn't squat. Then I also had an elbow injury that uh, uh, while I was doing kind of CrossFit stuff, but I could still do CrossFit. Mm-hmm. I just had to, you know, adjust it because I had this elbow injury. So yeah, that's a that's a good insight into we find our identity a lot in what we do, and it's not just the uh, the, the physical body that has to, you know, deal with that injury. It's like mentally, socially. And you know, if you're ever a runner, mm-hmm. and you go run on Saturdays with your friends, and you got a, 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 a foot pain, community. a foot pain that like keeps you from. I can't go run. Right. Yeah, like what do you do on Saturdays? You don't get to see your friends. That's, that's or
2: exercise is often that uh, that escape yeah. uh, for for mental health to just be able to kind of go in and and do the thing that hey I get to you know shut out some of the, the, the things in yeah. the world of um, you know news or work stuff or what have you to have your your outlet and yeah. and um, so that mental aspect of how it can kind of uh, take a toll on on folks that are trying to navigate um, moving forward without that physical outlet um, in in some way
1: uh, Uh, for sure. I think it's also, I mean, I do think things get tied to a lot of deeper emotions too. I mean, like you can take body image, right? Like, Mm. so, I mean, the uh, sad statistic is, you know, for runners in particular, like 40% of runners that get injured, never return to running. So that's a lot of people that try running get hurt. Yeah. Never go back to it. Um, never. and, and yeah, like a basic human function yeah. running. And the assumption is, <laughs> you know, I guess I'm just not a runner, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not built like a runner. I'm not built like, I don't know, I guess I can't run. Yeah. Um, you know, and so you get a lot of these, uh, assumptions like that, or, you know, I mean, you take someone who, Maybe, again, they're tying the, the body image of, of what they think that's supposed to look like. And maybe they don't look like that right now. So it's the assumption of, I tried it, I got hurt, I guess I'm not that. Yeah. Um, and so when, when they could be that, right? I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that often the injury is simple. I mean, yeah. you just overloaded a simple tissue, um, and that can be fixed, and that can be managed. And then you can become whatever you want to become. But that's a big mental lump jump.
0: <laughs> I like laugh because it's like, you got injured? That means you're a runner.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> totally. like that's right. how it really like, works. Yeah. Exactly. Like good job, you did it. Yeah, that, that's what happens when you're a runner. Well, well, yeah.
0: <laughs> what uh Sarah, like what kind of um where are some of the common like mental blocks that you see people um uh that appear in, in your clients? Like what what's or what are those?
1: Um I think uh, understanding pain, I think is probably a, a good start and, and that's not an easy feat. I mean, mm-hmm. pain is a very yeah. confusing, um, topic. I mean, even like you touched on, um, I mean, pain is a construct, right? I yeah. mean, it's a mental construct. So there are instances where that can be heightened or lessened. I mean, again, just depending on what my, what are my thoughts? What are my fears? What are my drivers? What are my ambitions? You know, all of those things go into that pain experience
0: Can't impact pain.
1: Exactly. It goes into that, uh, pain experience. And so you have all of these different things going on. And for that individual, um, a big part of that early management, I mean, might have to do with either one telling somebody like, Hey, I know you're you're mentally able to push through this, but you are still damaging tissue and yep. I need you to draw back. Or getting somebody convinced that like, hey, a little bit of pain, right? Yeah. In this instance and where we are, we're okay. Yeah. Like you're not, you're going to help build past this point. Um, but I mean, pain itself is a, is a fascinating thing, but it happens within a mental context.
0: Yeah. As I mean, that's going back to those original two stories. It's like we have someone who, someone we have two different relationships with pain
2: yeah
0: yeah (laughs) you know how do you how do you communicate with people to help guide them through that to like help them help them gain an understanding of pain because um i think as athletes uh because how old are both of y'all
1: i'm 30 i'm about to turn 33 next week oh exciting all right 31
0: okay cool so like um you've been doing it for probably at least, you know, half your life, you know, probably been exercising right. or, or you're athletes when you're, you're young. So it's like, you, you kind of like, you don't think you're so used to it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as being athletes or any athletes, just being a physical people, like you're going to get bumps and bruises. And <clears throat> you have this framework to kind of go back on and kind of like, okay, that was hurt. That was pain. That was a pain of this. I could push through that. And that was, that was a pain at this and I pushed through it and that was a bad decision. Right. Well, for some people, like they may have 40 years of no physicality and no relationship with pain. All they know is like pain is bad. Discomfort's bad. I'm trying to run from it at all times. So how do I, how do you help communicate um, and help people um, navigate pain?
1: I think the first step to communicating that is listening. Truthfully, mm-hmm. like Asking them questions and trying to figure out what are, what are their thoughts? What are their fears? What are the things that are driving that, um, uh, heightened pain experience yeah. or heightened like fear of pain and then start to, um, start to dismantle those walls, right? And you do that by assuaging those fears or starting to introduce um, things, build confidence, like Mm. all those little elements that they think like, oh, i I never would have been able to do that, because I thought it would have been, but you start to do that one step at a time. And, and gradually, you can start to desensitize the system and start to help that person kind of kind of build a base. So I would say a lot of it starts with, you know, listening and, and observing their fears and their experiences and then starting to help them build confidence. But Charwell? Yeah. Yeah, no,
2: I think too, once we have that um, common language or understanding of, of what they're experiencing, then kind of giving a bit of some some guardrails. You kind of reference, hey, this is okay. That's a bit too much. Yeah. And if they, they don't have that um, lived experience to, to draw yeah. from, then kind of a, a lot of the, the conversations that I've had with patients have, have just been about, hey, if that's, you know, if it's on that zero to 10, if it's a, a zero to a two, hey, this tissue, this issue that we're, we're working on, there's, it's going to feel a little bit different, but that's not Pain is not synonymous uh, with damage, right? Yeah. It doesn't, every time that something hurts doesn't mean you're doing harm right. to, and that's like a light bulb moment for folks often to be like, oh, I thought that every time I felt a pain that I was like, you know, you further the, injuring uh I want you to r-
0: say that one more time because that's a great <laughs> clip that we're going to use. <laughs> That every, so every time you have pain.
2: Yeah, yeah. Every time something hurts, d- that does not mean we're doing harm to yes. an issue. Every time there is pain, that that's not um, equaling uh, the same amount of damage, right? right? Um, and so <laughs> when we have that conversation, then it's like, okay, now we understand there's this gradient of... Hey, there's there's going to be some discomfort on board, uh, but the, but that's okay. How does it behave as we go? The more you do, actually, that kind of gets a bit better when I do it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. That's your body kind of acclimating, like Sarah was talking about, to to those stressors. But the the opposite of that could be true. Hey, initially it starts off, it's a bit uncomfortable. The more I do, actually, that's kind of getting a little bit more aggravating. And and when I rest and stop, that that lingers. Or mm. over the next twenty four hours, I feel like I'm I'm paying for that in in a yeah. difference between soreness and pain. We kind of have to have that conversation too. Yeah. Um, but kind of having a, a way to to navigate those decisions um, that's strategic and. Geared towards their long term goals, right? We don't want to say no pain, no gain in this moment, yeah, yeah. and then ten years from now, if you if you hope to continue to be more healthy and more active and all those <laughs> things, what are we doing today to make that true? And right. and that could be um, either side of that: learning when it's time to to throttle back, or learning, hey, that's that's okay to feel, and and let's give your body an opportunity to make those adaptations and changes and, and acclimate, um, and creating a, a framework for that is is really helpful or can be really freeing for, for someone to know what to do in the moment. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We want to guide you through the process, but in the moment, in the middle of the workout, how should I go about this? Yeah. Um, and having a, an, a, an educated uh, means of navigating that's super helpful.
0: So it so, uh, sounds like what, we're, what you're saying is trying to take so- something subjective pain and turn it objective there's a frame where we can somewhat measure this a little bit. And you talked about, like, a 0 to 10 or some other stuff. Um, what are some of those frameworks that you use to communicate to, to someone?
2: Sure, yeah. Um, so we generally follow a, a red, yellow, green light system. and okay. we're, um, On that 0 to 10, where 0 is no pain, 10 is we, we're in the ER sort of a situation. Okay. Um, and so what I referenced earlier.
0: Check. <laughs> Check. Got it. All right. <laughs> Not in the yard yet.
2: Yeah. Um zero to 2 is uh, the green line, okay. right? That's so
0: zero to 2. 0 to a 2 okay.
2: is is green light. And that feels a little bit different. I mean, I can I can tell um that you know maybe this side feels different than that side, but it's not like It's you know, not pain. Yeah, it's just It's you more do awareness. something and you're All like, that,
1: like that feels I was a little that bit feels twingy, different, right? But like I'm not okay. thinking about that. I'm not thinking about my left shoulder. I'm I'm thinking about my right shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. But there's wiggle worm there.
2: Yeah. So that's a uh, that's that's green light. Go, uh, crush that. Uh, three, <laughs> three or four is uh, our yellow light. Okay. okay. Um, and so that's where there's kind of some little uh, asterisks to go along with the yellow light where. It's like, hmm, that's a little bit more noticeable. I can definitely tell that that's more uncomfortable. Um, now we want to kind of ask some some questions. Um, does that get gradually better the more I do? Does it seem like, hey, that starts off a little irritating, but the more I go, actually, it feels like that's uh, easing up. Perfect. That's a proceed, but with caution. We still want to kind of have antennas up for how's this behaving, but... You're good to go. Uh, the other side of that is uh, the more I do, well, that's kind of gradually getting worse. We're kind of bordering towards uh, yeah. that red light. Um, then we we want to respect that because the tissues are giving you a signal that that we want to listen to. Um, then we get to that five plus. That's where we're we're calling that a red light. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And so the the key with the red light though is it it's a there's still a little asterisk on. Well, if I if I press Fifty pounds over my head, then that's giving me a red light. Okay, hold on. If we drop that weight to forty and then press, well, now that's that's more like a yellow. Great, we can press. Yeah. That doesn't mean we have to throw the movement out altogether. That just means hey, we want to. We're overloading that tissue uh, a bit, and we we want to throttle that back. We're not quite prepared for that. Uh, the other side, if uh, we're squatting, and if I squat to full depth, man, that's that's giving me my knee pain, yeah. uh, and that's that's a red light. Well, what if we squat to a box uh, and just modify your range of motion a little bit? And we can still squat heavy, but just through a modified range. And then does does that mean I want you squatting with the box forever? No. But does that keep you doing the thing you love? Yes. And so we want to kind of allow for the opportunity, if we can make that red light a yellow or green by making a few modifications, giving you some cues around your movement patterns, things like that for a, a time that then keep you keep your fitness keep you in your community keep you doing the thing you love then then that's what we love to kind of get to uh, figure out with folks
0: what's interesting so i mean i i'm a little more on the side of like pushing through pain and so like what's interesting what I took away from that was like it's not broken down into thirds like you aren't like one to four is a yellow light five <laughs> to seven is a you know and yeah. then eight to the ten is a red like it's like yeah. in my head that's how i have like i'm like ah i can't i do this i can do this yeah but then i'm that means i'm in the in the green light like, to <laughs> me like red is like i can't i can't do it it like feels like it's gonna explode <laughs> yeah so i think that's that was helpful for me to kind of like hey hey d- dude like
1: Well, there, there are a couple, even like little nuances that to that of like, that's, you know, you're, you're monitoring pain during that certain activity. Um, but again, different tissues and different injuries, they respond differently. Right. So, um, you know, another thing that, that you have to monitor is just kind of what happens on the back end of that. Right. Right. So of like, man, I did a workout and I'm like, I don't know, I felt fine. I didn't really feel much during it, but like, I haven't been able to walk for three days afterwards. (laughs) Um, because I got, I got this pain in my heel and I don't know, I don't really know why that happened. I didn't have pain with my double unders, but you know, um, so that happens a lot where, you know, that 24 hour monitoring again, and the stipulation I tell people most of the time is after loading the tissue, I mean, you might feel it a little bit. Um, and if it's, if it's a little worse or a little more aggravated, but not necessarily more than that for, then I'm okay. As long as pretty much within 24 hours, that has kind of come back down to a baseline. If it's, Longer than twenty four hours, you know, if you're walking around for three days, and you can't, you know, put weight on it, well, it was probably yeah. too much. I mean, you got to change that.
0: But it's also beneficial. I, I, I'm what I'm taking away is um, the importance of having having someone to kind of guide you through that and communicate. Yes. Yeah. Um, where it's you're like, hey, and, and and on on both sides, because you know, some people might say that was a 10 (laughs) telling you that was the most pain I've ever felt in my life. And you're like, ah, I, I," you know, you, you still got a smile on your face. You walked in here. I don't think you're a 10. Right. And we need to push a little bit. And then there's some people who are like, again, you're like, Hey bud, like, can you do this? Yes. But you're going to be suffering for this injury for the next year. If you don't just be smart and take a little, take a little step back. You know, I think that's like, we're having, having a PT, having a coach who gives you that framework, but then, that just gives you the framework, but then you're communicating that to them and saying, like, hey, who's the expert here? Right. You're you're taking an objective point of view, and a lot of times, you know, as, a, as a, an athlete, you're just taking a subjective point of view. Like, right. I, I can do this. I'll just keep pushing. But it's just, it's Like, yes, you can, but it's not the best thing on, on over the long haul. Right. And my joke's always been that, like, in your teens and in your 20s, like, you get hurt. You just keep doing what you're doing and it just resolves itself. Right, you bounce a little better. In your 30s, you get hurt, you take a couple of days off, and then you just, it it resolves itself. In your 40s, you get hurt, and you have to do rehab on it. (laughs) Yeah. And then it gets better, and you keep going. And then kind of beyond that, it's like, you're probably just going to deal with this for a while. Yeah. Not all, not every case, but that's, uh, so it's like, as you go throughout life, like you're like, maybe in my 20s, I was just, my shoulder hurt. I just yeah. kind of like did some band pull-aparts and I was fine the next day, right? right? And then it's like, man, that's not the case anymore. Tissues uh,
1: change over time.
0: Yeah. Um, so you talked about one, having kind of that, that conversation about pain. Do you have any, what are some other kind of strategies for like people's mind, mindset when they come in?
1: Um, I, you know, I, I think that, I think it kind of depends on depends on where they're at, you know, I mean, even mentally, I mean, you can tell when somebody comes in and they're, you know, distraught. And, um, I, you know, I think a lot for me is helping somebody just have a plan, right. You know, that like, I can't take away this problem as much as I would want to, I can't snap my fingers and make this problem disappear. Um, and most people understand that, you know, there, there's the, the, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know this didn't sometimes like I, it's just not that simple. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but people feel better knowing that there is a strategic plan in place that will help to get them there. Right. So it starts with finding, again, what they can kind of tolerate and then just and just laying out a map um, yeah. and saying, OK, I know you're not here and I know I know I'm listening and I know that's where you want to go. Um, and so we're going to, we're going to start with that and we're going to reverse engineer. How do we get you there? Um, and then do that, that kind of a step-by-step. Step. So I think mentally for people having a specific plan, um, and then having that, you know, that you create together, right? Like that's, it's not just, it's not my plan, right? Yeah, yeah. It's our plan, right? It's based on what you want. It's based on your needs. Um,
0: they felt like they have like, um, active agency in it versus like like a lot of times injury is like is you feel a lot of control and like this lack of trust in your body and so like kind of like um reversing that and say like hey you do right there's yes this thing happened but let's focus on what we can do right and having a plan gives you a little more confidence like okay now now i'm not focusing on the emotional aspect of or the negative aspects now i can just focus on my task list right just start Doing my tasks, I like exactly. that.
2: And I think too, with that plan uh, and our our knowledge of some, hey, tissue healing timelines. How everyone wants to know how long is it going to take? How's it going to be? Um, and being able to just level with somebody, I'm not. I'm. I don't want to lie to you and say it's not going to be gone today. Uh, but this is, you know, oftentimes when you look at the finish line, it's like, how in the world am I ever going to get there? Based on how I feel, that, hey. We know physiologically speaking, it takes, you know, six to eight weeks to build strength. We're going to start progressively overloading that tissue to get it to the place where we want it to go. But kind Mm -hmm. of there's some times where we can give, you know, fairly, you're going to start, you're going to feel better pretty quickly. It's not going to be stronger yet until this much time has passed. But this is how we're not just twiddling our thumbs in that time. We're uh, chipping away at this, uh, marching towards the goal. But giving, you know, with, within reason, some frameworks on how long is this going to be? That can be super helpful mentally to just yeah. know this isn't going to be uh, forever and this is well worth investing in yourself now to make that future version of you true. Um, right. And so just kind of helping um, people better understand some of the, the the science or the physiology behind, hey, why is this? This issue is going to take a little bit longer than your buddies because yeah. it was – a a different something that was aggravated or a different history, different things like that um, to be able to better um, kind of process what the recovery is, is going to look like. Um, Yeah. And, and, and laying out that next step, because again, you can get so focused on the finish line that it's like, I like you get overwhelmed or, you know, but Hey, this is what we're doing today to get there. Don't stress. Like I got you as far as what the plan is, needs to be but here's what i need you to do this week to get where you want to be in three months or whatever and getting to come alongside people um and and make that uh tangible um and give achievable kind of goals along the way is is super helpful from the the mental aspect of of recovery on on seeing uh how you're gonna get there or having somebody to
1: help you see what that needs to look like and Charwell, that was a. I think that she highlighted on kind of a major pitfall um, that I see people kind of just get trapped in, um, and that is that their your pain is better,
0: yeah.
1: um, and so therefore <laughs> the problem is gone, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which again, going back to kind of that first conversation, right? Like the pain is a is a manipulated uh, construct, yeah. right? So a lot of times like, yeah, we can do things to calm the pain, um, fairly quickly, you know, in the matter of a week or two and that sort of thing. That does not mean that this problem just disappeared just because it's not hurting as bad. Um, and so, you know, you see, you see people fall off all the time of like, Oh, but I'm, I'm feeling better. Right. Yeah. And there, you know, but the fact of the matter is, is that the, <laughs> you're feeling better, you're feeling better because actually what we were doing was working. Um, yeah. But if you fail to, if you fail to carry that forward and build the capacity back um, really the ability for those, for that, you know, injured tissue to handle, the load that you want to put on it that
0: originally caused the issue that originally caused the
1: issue, (laughs) then don't be surprised when all of a sudden that thing kind of crops back up and that happens to people all the time. Yeah. Yeah. The pain is gone,
2: but the pattern is, is still, uh, you know, movement patterns have so much to do with how those things arise in the first place. And so, yeah, just seeing it through, uh, the process, and and knowing that, hey, we wanna address the pain, but we wanna make sure that you're well equipped to to not deal with this in the future. Don't let the immediacy of, okay, I feel better, let's get back to my thing. And it's like, how long do you want to be doing that thing? Yeah. Um, if you wanna be doing that thing for months, years, you know, decades, then <laughs> spend Best the time spend the time today. And how comfortable do you wanna do you're wanna right. wanna be doing that thing? It's well worth um your uh investment in your to today's self, to get to uh, yeah. where you want to go. Set yourself up for
1: success. Yep. Yeah.
0: What about, like, return to competition? Because uh, I was just thinking about, I think it was Sarah Sigman's daughter in Wadapalooza here recently. She had a ACL reconstruction. Mm-hmm. And I think this was her first competition back, and she, she had to, like, pull out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I can't remember. she's had a – I don't think she had a, a – I don't think she re-injured it, but I think she had one of those, like, you yeah. know, that didn't feel right, <laughs> you know, and then had that flashback moment of, mm-hmm. like, I do not want to go back through that, mm-hmm. that process. So, like, what about, like, building back that confidence? Like, how how do you help people work through that of, like, uh, you know, going back to that thing that hurt you in the first place, especially, like, a major injury? I mean, there's, like, muscle soreness and tissue pain is one thing, but, like, that, like, that pop. Yep. <gasps> oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Now that, that thing doesn't work. Right. Like I got like, my body doesn't move like it was, like it's supposed to. And then it's like, now I got to get surgery and I got to sit in this brace or this immobilizer. Yeah. You know, I'm stuck on my, on my couch. Like that's, there's a lot of emotion that comes with all that. Oh, yeah. So like, how do you help people, uh, overcome that and get back to competition or to the thing that not necessarily competition, but get back, get back to the thing that put them, put them there in the first place
2: yeah achieving that that thoughtless fearless movement versus just like okay like here we go sort of a thing Um, and I think Sarah touched on it uh, earlier about um, understanding um, what all's kind of tied up in that and and while we're doing the work physically let's do the work uh, mentally to kind of gradually prepare yourself to that and then it's the same plan, right? Of, Hey, here's what we're doing today to prepare for that. And we're not going to jump straight back to, um, the the thing that, that did it. Um, and if there's definitely some emotions around, like, I don't know if I'm ready, you know, then Hey, that's okay. Here's how we're strategically preparing you for that. And by the time we are back doing the thing, it's we've taken so many gradual steps to, to prepare you mentally and physically uh, emotionally for that moment that it's like, Oh, I'm, I guess I'm doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, sort of a thing is yeah. uh, if we, if it's done well, then that's kind of how that happens versus creating like this uh, uh, emotional experience of, okay, it's time to do, you know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. no, no if, if we, if we um, are strategic and navigate that well, then it's just like a, well, yeah, that seems like the next next logical thing for me to do would be to...
0: (laughs) Slowly introducing them back to that and building confidence. Like eventually they're just like, Oh, I just did that thing, and I I was playing the sport, Right, I wasn't thinking about the injury.
2: Graded exposure uh, back to whatever the thing is, and that can be for the highest-level athlete. That could be for someone who's like, I'm not supposed to bend down. I did this thing to my back, whatever that is. um, The
0: doctor told me never to pick anything up off the floor again. Good luck. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um,
2: It's like, how do we start to get your body doing that without your brain knowing you're doing it? Yeah, Uh, And then we sort of kind of do, it's like the big reveal is you've been doing it, but, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oftentimes, Surprise. Uh, right. It just, yeah. Um, but, but it just takes, um, there, there's an art to that. Um, and figuring out what, what someone's ready for yeah. and when the time is right, when to you know, make those, take those steps, uh, and things like that. Um, yeah, that, that's kind of how I, how I would approach that.
1: I think it depends on the person too. I mean, I, I think a, a large part, um, I mean, I I think a large part of our job is, I mean, you have to go be good with people and you have to understand Mm -hmm. and be able to, um, to read people and understand, you know, I mean, some people might need, you know, more of a handhold than like, okay, I I can, I I am here with you through this process and we're going to, you know, it's that soothing versus, you know, I've had other people where I can tell, I know, you know, I know it's ready and I'm like, just let's do it. Let's just, let's just, let's just get in here and do it. Um, And, and all of a sudden they do it and they look at you like, Oh my God, I didn't know I could do that. And I'm like, yeah, of course, of course you can
0: do it. Right. Like we've, I've
1: seen, I've seen why you can do it. Right. So you have the
0: confidence because you, you put other people through it. Right.
1: And I know, you know, at that point, like, you know, I probably have a pretty good idea of like, you know, what their, what their issue is and and what they can handle. And so, you know, I think it just different personalities kind of might need a little bit of a different lean. You know, some people need a little bit more of that, like, you know. Hug approach, and then yeah, yeah. some people need a little bit more of a little little nudge out the nest, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. some people need their hand held forward, and maybe some people need to. yes, held back exactly. Of right yeah, like, like eh, done, I'm gonna tuck on your shirt here yeah, a little yeah. bit, we're not ready for we're that. A little and... Too aggressive, yeah, yeah. What about what about like when it's time to call it quits? Like, uh, I just think about my I'm just pulling from personal experience, Musings, yes, yeah, because um, there's some things like. Uh, there was, like, a, a pretty uh, – <clears throat> a meme that was going around for a while. It's just, like, why is it so hard for college? Why why is football so special when it's your last game? It's just, like, it's not really something you can do after you play football. Like, you can go pick up – play pick up basketball or pick up soccer. Like, that stuff right. exists, but there's not, like, <laughs> rec football. So, like, your last game is, like, that. that is the last game I'm ever going to play. And so there's one aspect of, like, <clears throat> I was pulled out of that because I just – I hit my, my last day, right? And then for, like, powerlifting, like, I got to the point where, I, I, like, I still had unfinished business, and I had goals that I wanted to do, but I was just like, I am, don't like doing this anymore. I'm just in pain. I don't like what it's done to my body, and, like, I want to go back to feeling better. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So there are those moments where, like, you have an injury and, like, you kind of have to, like, come to that moment where you go, I don't want to run marathons anymore, right. <laughs> you know? How do you help maybe someone, like, because um, they still have to rehab. And I, I, I guess, like, what What I, I knew this, but I see people struggle with this a lot, is, like, I knew I wasn't going to powerlift anymore, but I was, like... I know I'm going to squat and hinge and horizontal press for the rest of my life. Like that wasn't right. But I see a lot of people kind of go like, well, I hurt my bicep and I'm just never, ever going to hang from a barbell again. Right. Like like, this is kind of a functional movement you need. Right. Uh, Or like maybe you don't run marathons, but like you should probably be able to run. Right. How do you help people work through that? My goal.
1: um, I mean, I'm, I'm generally, I don't know if I've ever told anybody it is time to hang it up. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like that's, I, that's not decision. yet. Like, yeah. I mean that that's on them. And, and truthfully, like my job and my goal is if you want to do it, yeah. I help you find the way to do it. Um, and a way that you can do it and hopefully um, you know, and, and do that safely and do that healthfully at, the The matter is that that depends on how much you want to put into that goal, yeah. right? Like, what is your desire to do that? What are your resources to do that? How much can you put in? How much time? How much money? How much all of that, that? Like, all of that goes into, you know, is that is that something you want to do? Yeah, um, and you know, cause I think that most times I think that there is a route forward. It's just a, how badly do you, yeah. do you want that? And a lot of times people do get to a point where like, I, I'm not really in that anymore. Yeah. Um, of which case then, you know, if, if you don't, my goal is you could do it if you want. Right. Yeah. But you get to decide whether or not you want to.
0: Well, I guess maybe communicate, like if someone came to a run, runner, a runner came to you and, Let's go back. Let's talk the knee. Like I was talk about myself. If 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 I came to you I was like man, my knee's bothering me, and you were like, okay, cool, like we're we're gonna get your knee taken care of. I was like, I just want the pain to go away. I'm never squatting. I'm not never ever gonna put a barbell on my back ever again. I don't plan on squatting ever again. Like, how would you then approach? Like, okay, like I need to help this guy get over his knee pain, but like, I also know that this that a squat is a functional movement that this guy needs to be able to do. Right. Yeah. Like, how would you how would you address that?
2: Yeah. I mean, partly help helping you maybe see how, Hey, you're gonna like squatting is going to happen. Are you going to get up out of that chair? Are you yeah. going to get up out of bed, like, um, trying to kind of help you see that this, the, the squat, that pattern is, is again, a part of life. Yeah. Um, and i I definitely would more so emphasize like we need to like let's talk let's let's figure out right. you know what what all is behind <laughs> the the uh, emotions that yeah. have led us to say like I'm um, I'm never doing that again yeah. um, and there's I need to do a lot of listening in in that uh, conversation to uh, let you kind of navigate through like how did we get to this place what is it ab- you know and then I can meet you in that and and help. Um, make our way back toward, but like, Hey, s- squatting is, is part of life. Uh, if you're going to, uh, you're going to do it. It's just a matter of whether your body's going to be prepared <laughs> right. for it or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so do we want to be ill prepared in that situation and probably then still feel some pain? Yeah. Um, or do we want to prepare your body for tasks that you're going to come across um, and be ready to crush it in those moments versus being like, Oh, ah, I got a squat. What am I? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. You, you don't want to have that moment. And if we, Truly, if I if I want to actually fully recover from the issue, then it I would uh, it'd be a disservice to you yeah, yeah. to to not. Um, gradually reintroduce that gradually load that have you leave your time with me feeling like man i'm a boss and i can squat again like yeah, yeah. Um, but what that's going to look like is is definitely going to um, depend on how that first conversation of let's unpack that a little bit yeah. what do you mean by that and then i'm just going to sit and and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let's let's see what uh what's going on behind the curtain yeah. that we need that to releasing fix. the pressure yes let's uh let's let,
0: it go.
1: let that out i think yeah like I, oh. it it's a my first question would be why uh, yeah. you know understanding kind of like to that point of like you know if somebody then responds with well because well, it hurts um well then my next question would be well what if you could do it without yeah. pain would you want to um and you know and if their answer is still no okay like if that like maybe i mean people do go into different phases of their life right yeah. like we're okay absolutely we're going to address squatting but do we need to address squatting under performance level loads yeah. right like then you know Maybe that's not as much of the goal um, where maybe they've fallen fallen in love with something new over yeah. here. And like, that's really where my focus is. Um, but if they're, you know, if their answer was like, well, yeah, like, I mean, I would love to do it. I just, it hurts. Then yeah. Then the question is like, okay, well, you know, what if you could do it without pain?
0: Yeah. What I've seen happen. Uh, so like in college football, I think so many of us uh, your all your training experiences are under pressure. Maybe would be a good word or Expectation, so it's never mm-hmm. like I'm going to go do I'm going to go work out because that's what I want to do. It's like I have to be there at six a.m. Right And after this workout, I'm gonna get yelled at the whole time. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, so a lot of guys were like, you know, when I'm done playing college football, I'm never squatting again. Yeah, and they and you're like oh, that's a bad decision. Or what I've seen happen is like guys who uh, and girls who um found their identity in like the sport of powerlifting. And then one day they decide I don't want to do it anymore. And instead of, like, saying, like, well, what can can I take the good things of this and then apply it to the next thing, they just cut it off and said, I'll never do that again. And it's not like they, like, use – some of them use it in transition, but some of them just, like, transition to, like, not exercising at all. And I was like, well, that's not a good thing. So that's kind of what I was thinking through. Um, What about – what about when someone's been given what they what they take as like professional advice and I know you guys have dealt with this as we have as well where someone has been told like maybe from a medical doctor you know never deadlift again. Oh yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Right. Oh yeah. gosh. You know like it's like they went they had a herniated disc and uh, you should never don't don't deadlift ever again. Yeah. And like that's been implanted that's a seed that's been planted in their head that from a from some of they see as as you know the most educated person. So, now how do you address that?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a it's a process. Yeah. Um, part of that is like, hey, we got to get to know each other to the point where you trust me um, and know that, like, hey, in my heart of hearts, I want good for you. I want you to live a long, healthy, full life. And um, if you're gonna pick anything up off the ground, maybe you're not. Maybe you're gonna avoid that forever. But like. If, if that's a thing of, like, hey, our, our bodies are strong and capable and resilient, and the half-life of the discogenic material, like, that's not even there anymore, probably. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, uh, that might not have been part of why you're having pain to begin with. And, yeah. and regardless, we want to make you the the most resilient and capable human possible. Yeah. Um, and you know, if you're going to help a buddy move or pick up a grandkid or any of those things, then, then it's something that, again, you it it is likely happening. It's yeah. just how yeah, well yeah. prepared your body is for it. And so first it's, we got to, you know, build some, some trust and have some common language for, for me to know that I'm not going to say, Hey, like go, go pick up 225 yeah. pounds today. Yeah. But like, how do we start to gradually um, reintroduce, uh, reintroduce that? Oftentimes we're, we're, you know, if needed, we can deadlift without calling it a deadlift. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. but let's kind of gradually start. <laughs> <I'm fine. laughs> a hip hinge (laughs) (laughs) or just like, Hey, do you, do you want to know how to like lift with good form? Okay, cool. Um, and we're lifting with good form or like, uh, and, and we're, we're deadlifting. We just don't have to call it that. We don't have to use a bar, but what have you, there's, there's ways to kind of navigate, um, it a bit. Um, but it's, it's a, a gradual process on, um, understanding again that what Sarah said, is that something that you'd like to do uh that you maybe just you know are, are nervous or afraid about and how do we gradually get that back if you could do it without it hurting is that something you're interested in yeah. um and and figuring out a little bit of that mm-hmm. why or uh but again just uh, quelling the fear around it because it's like hey that's that the movement deadlifts are the the, the best way to get it back strong yeah is uh <laughs> deadlifting with good form and right. so let me teach you that um and uh let's let's kind of unlock or open up just again a functional movement pattern that's a part of life um let's let's get you back um yeah i like
0: i like the terminology like resiliency and be able to like take on the task that life Mm -hmm. is going to throw at you and i also liked you know if you could do it without pain would you want to do it Mm -hmm. um and if not and and i think that the follow-up question i would have is like and if not why if it didn't hurt you, why would you not be able to, want to be able to do this? You know, because it would seem that the ability to pick up something heavy off the ground would would give you a lot of confidence in everything else. You know, right. if you can deadlift your body weight, you can probably pick up a kid. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. You know.
2: Well, I think that um, it. I was wanted to chime in when you mentioned that power lifter that just shuts it down, and they're yeah. like, "Hey, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care to do that anymore." And I'm. It's like but do you want, like, I want you to be a healthy, strong, capable human, like, and we're not doing this for a competition or for, um, to, to get first or, you know, any of, of those sort of things. We're just doing this for like, Life Uh, and so much of the I would rather have the aches and pains of exercising and those musculoskeletal issues than having heart disease or diabetes or all those, all these chronic illnesses that that plague uh, us as a a nation. Um, promise it feels worse, (laughs) right? Yeah, you would much rather have, hey, I, I tweaked this thing, cool. Come, come, hang out. We'll we'll get that calm down taken care of. Get you on a plan to be back where you want to be. But your system's gonna bounce back so much better from so much that life can throw at you when we're just prepared for, uh, what, what life's going to bring, um, versus, um, we just kind of hang it up and then it's like, you can see so, so many things that, that come with that, whether that's mental health or just your overall, your system, um, yeah. <laughs> it was in much better shape when we were, uh, again, healthy, active individuals yeah. and as it, like your, your choice of your, your mode of exercise can change, but, Like, no, we are, we need that. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah.
0: I had a, uh, a lady on the podcast who's a nurse practitioner and she said, you know, she's like, Hey, look, diabetes is hard. Heart disease is hard. Back pain is hard. Mental health is hard. Getting up at 6am and working out is also hard. It's like, you just get to choose your heart, (laughs) you know? And like, uh, I was like, that's a great way of looking at it. It's like, you're not avoiding pain. And discomfort is coming at you. It's just whether you want to, you want to be proactive and choose the type of pain that you want to have. Well, then we put
2: like quotes on that on that pain. It's like discomfort's a better way. You're you're gonna be you're gonna be sore. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah. But you're gonna feel the discomfort of like, uh, weight getting out of bed. I'd say it's not gonna be easy either way, whether it's
2: gonna be you know painful or not. But it's like, hey. Which, which tough thing do you want to do? Yeah. Do you want to do the tough thing of getting up and working out and yeah. getting after it, but really being in good community with, you know, yeah. the, where you work out and that sort of thing and then be able to enjoy life. Or do you want to do the tough thing of insulin injections? Yeah. <laughs> getting your foot cut off. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: yeah. But I think I, you know, I, I, speaking to that point and this is, I don't know, I think it's a, a cautionary tale of, or, you know, per, particularly for pr- practitioners and people in positions of power where like they people are listening to you yeah. um, and they're taking the words that you have to say seriously so you should be cognizant um, of your language and uh, and basically the things you say because you can say it flippantly um, yeah. and maybe it didn't mean uh, you, you know you <laughs> you're mean, just like yeah you're like
0: you're just spouting Right. You're
1: just, you know, spouting, but then, but that person like heard, you know, oh, I have the back of an 80 year old and I'm 25, like, (laughs) oh God, you know, like, so I don't know. I mean, like people do latch on to, to the things you say. And so I think that, um, treating language like it's important and using language that helps to, uh, facilitate that person's growth. Um, both inspiring, like a healthy level of concern when there needs to be. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's fair. I mean, I've had, I've had cases of where I really needed somebody to understand like what the risk factors are. Yeah. You know, if you're going to continue to run on a fractured hip, yeah. um, I need you to understand that like, is a hip replacement tomorrow <laughs> worth yeah. you doing this when you're, you know, when you're, you know, 38, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Or, um, you know, and so there is the the flip side of, of you know, using language of like, okay, like there is a, I can I can impart a healthy level of concern when there needs to be, yeah. um, but also a healthy level of like, but if we do this really well, like there is no reason why this disappears from your life, right? Yeah. Like this is just a moment in time and we have to build on that moment. So I do, it is a, I think it is an important, um, important conversation.
0: Yeah, a thousand percent. It's also like something to consider is like, um, what what that practitioner's like framework and experience is cuz you know if if you are a spine surgeon you know and all day every day mm-hmm. you see jacked up spines <clears throat> right and maybe amongst people who like this is quite honestly aren't willing to do the stuff necessary to bring that back up to a more functional level <clears throat> And you're like, I know, I like, I know I can at least remove this instantaneous pain, right. like that. And it's like, you know, like you're a spinal surgeon. What's your tool that you use? Right. Surgery, <laughs> surgery <laughs> on the spine, versus um, someone who may be more performance oriented and say, I got a lot of tools in my in my toolbox, and like, like my plan is to take you, is to yes, to address these current uh, symptoms. But I also want to look back and go like what was the causes and look forward and say like what what's our potential going going forward? And and that's the the something for people to be aware of is like if you do have an injury, like choose wisely. Yeah, you've got <laughs> options. You, they've, they've
2: got good options. <laughs> yeah. I think oftentimes someone's got back pain and they think, Oh, I'm gonna have to have surgery, so I'm just gonna try to, you know, push through it or what have you. And it's like, oh no, no, no. Like yeah not at all. We can we can very much uh make significant like hey yeah, you can get back to doing what you're doing yep. without surgery, without injections, without having to, you know, just be consigned to if I want to do that thing, uh I'm going to just have to deal with the pain or get surgery. I'm like, nope, there's a there's another way. Right. Come, come on, see us. Um and we'll uh get you on your way. Um or if you know, there are some outliers where it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe this is in your best interest, but Know that we're gonna level yeah. with you and have that conversation, but but,
0: but we it, have the yeah. option. It, we we did everything we could, and like man, like <laughs> the only next step is that surgery. But right. here's the good news: it's like everything we did is, and everything we're gonna do is gonna be a heck of a lot better right. uh, than had you done none of it and still had the surgery. <clears throat> right, you know, that's the reality. But
2: starting starting to view surgery as yeah. the uh, last a last surgery, resort yeah. or uh, under emergent situations, yeah. not something that it's just like oh I've had this thing and na na na.
1: Yep. Oh, no, because there are there. I mean, I mean, modern medicine is a is a beautiful thing. Right. So there are instances where like that can be um, perfectly indicated and and on and truthfully what they can do um, now that they couldn't do even years ago. I mean, it's it's amazing. But um, in terms of um, your your more kind of chronic and insidious type, you know, like pain that that is just very commonly seen.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: (laughs) that's where, again, that, that kind of conservative management kind of comes into play, but I do like, I mean, for me, like, I want to know, um, I, I think it's a, do you, are you active? Or is this something you understand? Right. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't like oysters, so it's very easy for me to give up oysters. Right. So, you know, um, so I want to go, you know, and know that like, oh, okay. The, this, this person understands this and they they, they know what it is. Like, yeah. I don't know when I get told or when I hear like, oh, well, that's just horrible for you. You should never be like, we're, we're people. Right. So what was your opinion of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, from the, from the beginning? Yeah. I don't know. So I think it's, it's useful to know the, to to go to people that, um, you know, I like for my for my doctor or my physical. I I, I want them to understand like maybe they run too and they're like okay yeah. they know that right or maybe they lift too and they they know what I'm talking about. Um, I, I've useful. had to
0: communicate that to clients like several times. I'm like, man, like you need to like maybe, uh, some of my older clients who didn't appear to be um active and i was like mm-hmm. you're gonna get a different approach from that orthopedic surgeon than the guy who goes in is like i'm a i'm a college pitcher right <laughs> you know like and you need to make them aware of like what you expect your life to be like mm-hmm. but uh, uh for myself yeah uh, <clears throat> basically what happened is one day i woke up and my elbow was stuck like this and i was like what the heck <laughs> that does like I was like, there was no instance in which right. I was like, ooh, that don't feel good. I was just like, what the heck? My, my shoulders, stu- or my elbows stuck. And I did, I went to th- three different uh ATPT combinations and went to the orthopedic, and he sent me to the PT, and we did the an x-ray, and, and I was like, doing all this stuff. I was like, man, like, I sure would like to be able to extend, <laughs> and flex my elbow. And so finally, we got an MRI, and he was like, oh, you got stuff stuck in it. Like, the only solution is that we take right. that out. I was like okay well cool like, like <laughs> yeah now i know because yeah. i did all the other stuff and nothing happened so um and then so there there is sometimes we're like you gotta get it just taken out like or no, whatever no. so totally yeah um yeah that sucked i, I was like <laughs> nine weeks where i only use my right hand to work out oh yeah <laughs> and right just, arm's looking dude, good dude <laughs> i got to the point where i was like i'm not i'm not like a. I'm like burpees, I'm gonna do one on burpees. Fine, <laughs> <it's> just like <laughs> just oh, that. Really sucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, do y'all have any like? St- and I, I mean, I, there's, uh, whatever you call it, uh, client privilege. You don't have to like give extra information out. But did <clears throat> you have stories that maybe like some mental fortitude or resiliency where someone like came back from something? You could share that maybe like be motivating to someone listen to the podcast. Be yourself as well.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I've probably I mean, it's a, it's kind of a fun part about, um, our job is, I mean, truthfully, I get to see that, um, I get to see that all the time, every yeah. day, um, you know, and that could be as, you know, that could be somebody who, um, you know, I, I love treating that person that, you know, that maybe isn't as, isn't very active, um, but never really knew how to do do anything and was never taught any different way and you know even if they wanted to right like the barriers of entry sometimes of um you know of like i don't know i I don't know what i'm doing and i get uh insecure in in the gym and all these guys are doing like all this stuff and i don't know and you know and i've just never i don't know it's fun to watch those people um to help introduce some of these movements and then, you know, and see if you can get them to see if you can get that to take, yeah. um, and understanding like, and that's a fun role that you just played in that person's life of just taking them from a point where like maybe they would have never done those things. Um, but you introduced it. Um, and hopefully, you know, you got them set up with a gym or a trainer yeah. or something like that, that can just keep that, that good work going. Um, you know, that's, that's really fun, you know, to, to take that just as, that's just as fun for me, yeah. um, as is seeing that person that like, you know, they that they've been enriched and entrenched in this activity and then taken out of it. And then they've gotten back to it. I mean, that I love to see that every time, yeah, yeah. but even just that person that maybe they didn't, they didn't have the confidence or the wherewithal to do it before. Um, but they do now, like, yeah. I don't know, that's a, that's a, Special moment.
0: I think the beauty in weights can for those types of people is that like it it's so objective. You can know I I did I did ten more pounds. Right. I just looked at my body weight. Holy crap! Yeah. You know, uh, because you know, especially when people have no idea what the weight is on the bar. Yeah. Like how much was that? And you're like, that was 150 pounds. They're like, right. oh. Oh man, like and to see that.
1: Yeah, that's the power of not telling them, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if yeah, they do yeah. told them, like, yeah. you know, they might be like, Oh, I don't know, I can't do that, right? Right. right.
0: right. Um, yeah. Do you have like anyone specific, like a specific thing one that comes to mind? Mm. Let me think about it. you have someone, I mean, Sharewell.
2: I can I can think of kind of both sides of, of that coin that, that, that Sarah just mentioned of I, I can think of a specific person that came in um, with, you know, kind of plantar fascia foot type pain and it had been bothering her for years and Mm -hmm. it was kind of just like i feel like i've tried everything and i don't i don't even know but like like you know give me your best shot like let's let's see what what you can do i don't know i might be hopeless that sort of that's where she started off Mm -hmm. and so it was i mean it was it was very um you know just walking in the grocery store or you know the to the mailbox up the mm-hmm. stairs things like that I was just like if i could just not hurt yeah with that then i I don't fashion it yeah. sucks it it was it was hard uh, i had it, it once it sucks and so to to meet her in kind of a almost defeated sort of place but yeah. she was like i mean she took the step of like coming in right yeah. so i'm like i'm i was so proud of her just to begin with and yeah. i'm like I'm so fired up and glad that you came here. Cause like, we're about to handle this for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And so I was jazzed and just kind of trying to help her get excited about like the, the future version of herself that like, let yourself think about that. Cause she had kind of just gotten consigned to like, Hey, if I can get through this day, she's not really thinking 10 years from now. She's just like, you know, I need this pain, like to be able to function in my day to day life. Mm. She wasn't worried about, you know, any sort of fun things even it's yeah. like, oh, maybe I'd, I'd like to go for a hike, but I don't like just grocery store. That's let's, <laughs> yeah. let's start there. Like <laughs> um, and and so we, um, just meeting her in that helping her understand that like, Hey, it's, I told like, it's hard like to be where you are. Like I feel that I understand where you're coming from. Um, but know that like this can and will get better. Here's the plan of how we're going to get there. Don't let that, the the finish line freak you out and, 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 uh, you know, make you intimidated of the journey. Let's just take it a step at a time. And so for her to have gone from like, I don't know, like try, do your best, but I know I'm I'm probably going to be a tough case to like get to a place where, you know, by the time we were done and yeah, she's like, I was, you know walks around the neighborhood. We got her, you know, going up to the crock and she had uh, a couple EMOMs that she was uh, doing. She got a, you know, her, her deadlift EMOM with a few movements uh, complimenting that. And then her squat. So teaching her how to deadlift, teaching nice. her how to squat, um, getting her to a place where not only are we working on the capacity of the foot and those yeah. muscles, but like, I mean, if, if walking around the grocery store was taxing, it's like her whole system needed some love. Right. Yeah. And so, introducing her to not only like, Hey, cool. You can walk around without pain. What else do you want to do now? Uh, And it was just kind of like to get to see that unfold and her uh, go from like, I never would have viewed myself as this type of exactly what she said uh, as this type of person. Uh, And so she had signed up. And then she's like, I'm thinking about signing up for tennis lessons. (laughs) I don't know if that's a smart idea or not. Or like, is there something? And it's like, Man, that's awesome! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Like, okay, yes, I'm so glad you told me because we do need to maybe <laughs> introduce <laughs> we'll some, that a little let's bit. introduce some agility type things to prepare your yeah, yeah, body yeah. for that because uh, they're probably going to have you. And like, she hadn't run, but like, yeah, yeah. they're probably going to warm up with like a little jog. And yeah, yeah. she was like, "Oh, really?" Uh, so <laughs> then we let, let's let's start doing some skipping. Let's start doing some hopping. Let's and we had done that to an extent, but not. It, tennis specific yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Uh, I saw her and you know, she went did the first class came back and was just like I'm so glad that we practiced that because that's pretty we literally <laughs> the <laughs> first <laughs> thing they told us to do is was, was do a little jog around uh but it was just like but I'm, I'm gonna I'm doing it I don't know if tennis is gonna be my thing but now I'm just excited to try new things and she, knows and, she can and, right <laughs> and yeah. if if there's a hiccup then it's like cool I can like if I need something I can just call like yes oh please if you want to try something new and you want to get geared up and ready for that. Uh, but it was just like this light bulb of like, okay, I, it's okay for me to, to want more. And I'm actually capable of, yeah. of more. And even though you don't, she didn't see what that could look like at the beginning. Then just to kind of see this, like, huh, that might be fun. That yeah. might be cool. And I actually, I think I could do this. And even if something comes up along the way, I don't have to be afraid of it. What do I need to do to prepare for this thing that I think it might be cool? Um, And just to kind of change her whole thinking of how do I tiptoe around life? to like, how do I enjoy it and try new things and and stuff like that? So um, that was super cool. and That was, uh, you know, long-winded. But the other person who uh, is a a little bit more of a a, – I think it goes here um okay but um it was, it had have been dealing with uh some back pain for a good long while uh has tried all sorts of you know has had pt has had this has had massages has had all of these other things um and it's just like hey i know this is gonna it's not gonna be an overnight thing because it's been going on for a while uh but i'm like Hey, we're, we're about to figure this out. Yeah. Um, and like, I'm going to be like, I'm not that I lie to anybody. It's like, I'm going to be honest to you about yeah. like, Hey, this is what we can do. This is how it seems this is well, this is where we're going to start. Uh, and we're going to make sure there's not stones unturned, what have you, but just kind of like, I, I need you to like, are you in it? Cause I'm in it yeah. uh, and let's figure this out. Let's not have 10 years from now. I've got this back thing that I just, I don't conventional deadlift. I only sumo. Yeah. It's like, Hey, if you choose to do that, but it's like, I'd love to do conventional, yeah. but it's just, Bugs my back. I can't do it. Um, and so to be able to to meet him in that and he's like pushing through and yeah, it kind of it, it bugs me, but I can do it. It feels great when I work out, but then afterwards I'm paying for it. Yeah. To have that person who's super highly motivated, but like kind of riding the rails <laughs> a <laughs> yeah. little bit, yeah. to then be like, Hey, okay, like I'm give you some some guidelines of like, hey, don't just take it off over and yeah, over yeah, again. Yeah. Here's what's okay to feel, here's what's not. Yeah. But then to within a you know three four weeks, it's like all right let's put some weight on the bar and let's 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 uh let's do this and it, he uh texted me after a workout and was like, i just did that whole workout and I didn't, I didn't feel my back and maybe I'll feel it tomorrow. I don't know, but I'm just super excited yeah. right now. So, uh, um, yeah, it, it was just, you know, those moments where someone who is used to no pain, no gain, what have you, I'll just deal with it. I just love, you know, or it feels great when I work out, but I don't really know what's going on or yeah. why to then meet them in that, not stop them from like, keep, keep going to class. Cause I, I want that. Let's make some mild tweaks and then give some stuff some TLC start strategically loading uh, yeah. a few structures that are just missing out on how well they can be contributing to the movement and then grip and rip and it was just like oh man um, so to to let him then go from thinking like i'm going to keep doing the the activity it's just going to hurt when i do it to so, like No, no, that doesn't have to be the case at all. And let's, let's, uh, let's figure that out. And I'm in your corner. Uh, You might get out there and get, yeah, okay, this happened. Cool. Let's, let's problem solve around it. Um, But for, for them to kind of take ownership of not only the recovery process and really commit to themselves, but then to also say it's worth it to me to, to do these little things to be, you know, active and and doing what I want to do. I don't know.
0: Yeah, uh, you, you. It's cool to hear how their emotions are also tied to their, their physical life. Yeah, and how you open doors for them to experience life more fully, mm-hmm. and they just needed someone, a guide to show them. Mm-hmm. They right. just needed someone to show them, hey, this is this is what's possible.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I had a I had a case that, um, and sometimes the you know different, I mean, different things can be more or less kind of difficult to manage, but, um, I had a runner, um, and I, I thought f- for sure, I, I thought I felt pretty strongly that she probably had a hip stress fracture, which is mm. generally one of going to be one of, um, a little bit more of the more slow going, more yeah. conservative, a little bit uh, more difficult kind of management, um, of which, you know, she had kind of come to me first. And then there's that hard conversation of like, yeah, uh, no you do need to get you need to get an MRI. Mm-hmm. I mean like I I can't I can't mess around with this thing, yeah, yeah. right? Like I don't know what's going on in yeah, there yeah. and if and if this is a um and if this is that if the, it's small percentage chance, right? But if this is a certain type of of stress fracture, right? We could be dealing with, you know, something fairly serious. So yeah. um but of course like even, you know, she went to the physician, the physician didn't want to do the MRI. So she came back to me and I was like no, like you need an MRI. Like I'm yeah, telling yeah, yeah. you, like this is not something I say all the time. Right. But like, you yeah. really, really need this. And so I got her, um, I got her set up and this, you know, it's kind of took unfolded over the matter. I was so, <laughs> I felt so invested in this, um, in this case. So she, she knew she got her results back on, uh, on the MRI and it was a Wednesday. And, um, And I I called her and she was like, didn't, didn't you get married today? And I was like, yes, I got married. (laughs) I was like, I got married about an hour ago, but let's talk about the results of the MRI. (laughs) She was like, you're calling me on your wedding day. But it was so, I wanted to know. And, um, and it was, it was so fun, like watching that, you know, progression and it was slow and it was tedious. Did she end up having it? She did end up having a stress fracture. Um, and so, you know, and, and we just dealt with that, like, okay, well, this is nothing new. This is nothing surprising. Right. Like we knew, like, I mean, we knew this was here yeah, yeah. quite honestly, this was just a, a confirming of it. And so, um, so let's lay out our plan, um, from what we do now and, you know, just good, the good news is, is this is day one. Um, and we're, you know, day one of moving forward and now we know what we're dealing with and and we can build. Um, and it was a, a slow progressive, you know, build, but it was also fun to take, you know, a, a runner and be like, okay, let's put a bar on your back. Um, yeah. and let's do, let's do deadlifts. So, I mean, if I need to get the hip and the pelvis stronger, um, you know, load is the way to do that. Yeah. So to take somebody that, you know, didn't have, um, you know, a, a huge background in that, and and work them towards that, and maybe integrate that into their life and into their training, so that yeah. they're a healthier athlete, a, a a more balanced athlete. On the flip side of it, um, then you know, truthfully, that was a um, that was a that was a, a a rewarding case, I suppose, to to see that um, come all the way through. And I mean, yeah, she's you know she's running, you know. She's back to running and no pain and no problems and will hopefully stay that way.
0: That's awesome. Why did the, why did the physician push back against the MRI?
1: Um, I, yeah, I guess he thought, um, I guess he, th- you know, I think he thought it was something else. Something else. Um, but you know, which I, you know, neither here nor there, but you know, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck, so.
0: I'm from <laughs> for him. That's kind of... You're barking up a liability tree <laughs> when it comes back, and it was the thing that we had asked you to get an MRI for. <laughs> right, but uh,
1: luckily, I, you know, we've got, um, I have over the years then developed some some relationships with some really great physicians, and yeah. then so having having people to refer to when it is yeah. not. Having I mean, your team. exactly yeah. like there there are cases where like that is. It's not in my wheelhouse and I need to know and I need to know that I have somebody good. So now, I mean, I do have that and I have people that I feel very confident in saying like, I'm going to get you, you know, you need to go see him over here because I think that we have this going on. And, um, you know, and and, and sometimes like truthfully, that just takes, you know, getting to know the people in your community and, and understanding like who, who is a a really useful resource. And so um, that's really important to me to have those people as a resource uh, because there are plenty of times it's not all in my wheelhouse and, um, and just like, you know, for just like you and your athletes here of, you know, knowing and understanding and having somebody good to refer to when there is an injury like us, it's the same thing for me of knowing like, Oh, this is really, this is still that one step beyond. And I think that you would really benefit from that.
0: Yeah. Um, What's cool about the, the runner's story is, like, um, a lot of times when we get injured, it's not a good thing, but it does expose us to, like, stuff that we weren't doing. Yes. And it's, like, you know what makes you an even better running, runner? Strength training. Right. And so it's just like, that, like, it sucks that that, that was the callus that, like, made it going forward, but it's, like, she's probably a better runner on the backside for it. So sometimes those injuries are, like, it is one step backwards, but. Right. Yeah. Ten steps forward, you know,
2: you it's, a, it's an
1: opportunity to, yeah. to
2: work yeah. on your weaknesses in other ways or <clears throat> learn more about how to be you know, better ultimately in the long run.
1: I say that all the time that, yeah, I mean, you can you can take a bad situation and or what was a bad situation. OK, maybe like we can't go back and control it. Right. Like yeah. that. You know, if, if you've landed here, you've landed here and what's done is done. Um, but you can shape. Again, it's kind of like your attitude, right? Like you can shape what you do moving forward and you can shape, um, you know, how you learn and implement these things. And I think at least from a therapeutic standpoint, some of the most lasting change um, that we can do instead of creating kind of a revolving door of like, you know, well, I was discharged from PT. Uh, cause I had my, you know, I had my three times a week for six weeks, um, you know, and, and the issue wasn't solved or the, you know, um, but is, is create a, again, the, the education standpoint, the, the, The lessons that people learn, the framework that people adopt, maybe the concepts that they implement um, that, you know, that you help to bring to the table there. Like that's the lasting change that if they can continue, if they remember that and can continue that on, um, then, you know, then, yeah, I mean. The likelihood, I mean, yes, we we get injured and sp- specifically like when we're pushing performance, the closer you get to performances, like walking on a razor's edge, right? Like, yeah. so your margins become thin and it's easy to take a wrong step and get cut. Yep. Um, and, and that's, that's okay. Right. Like we, we know that. And so, you know, the likelihood that you might have an issue, um, is high. But again, you know, that issue can heal and we can kind of keep you in that and, you know, and play with our margins as we need to. But, but that's, I think really like the lasting change, um, that you can really help, help somebody with.
0: I love it. Well, guys, uh, gals, I appreciate y'all coming on the podcast. Any final words or thoughts? Mm.
2: Oh, well, I had the thought while she was talking of, us being in the business of changing not just people's pain, but yeah. trying to change people's lives. I stole that from, I think, Jeff Moore. <laughs> but <laughs> just knowing that, like, hey, it's it's worth it to to honor this process well, not yeah. just to change your current injury or circumstance or pain or what have you, but to, like, this is for your life. Like, to, it's worth it not just to change the pain, but to to change your life and to, to change it for the better.
0: Love it.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Thanks for coming on. Thank
1: you for having
0: having us. us. NBS Fitness Radio out. Thank you for listening to NBS Fitness Radio. If you enjoyed the podcast, be sure to share it with your friends, follow us on social media, and check out our website at www.nbsfitness.net. Hit the subscribe button and tune in next time for more NBS Fitness Radio.